To God be the glory for great things he has done and greater things he will do. We have gathered in the name of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I want to welcome each and every one of you, wherever you are joining us from, on Facebook, on YouTube, you are welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, Merry Thursday to each and every one of us. A wonderful day, a great day, the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. That is the word of God concerning every day. And mind you, the devil did not create any day. So I want us to know this from the depth of our heart that every day is the day the Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it, regardless of the circumstances, the situation, regardless of our, we as human, having our own way. The bottom line is, the word of God says, my glory I will not share with any man. Auntie Cecilia, good to see you, ma. How are you and the entire household? Merry, merry Thursday to each and every one of us. We give God all the glory. Sister Judith, Merry Thursday to you too. How are you and the entire household? Uh, For those of you on Facebook, sorry, on YouTube, I'm saying welcome, welcome, welcome once again. The day the Lord has made, another brand new day, another brand new beginning. The day the Lord has made Have that at the back of your mind that every day is the day Elohim has made and we will rejoice and be glad. And if you are not sure about that, go to the book of Psalm. It says the earth is of the Lord and the fullness thereof. And when we speak of the earth, you will also see that it's it's about the day, every day that turns to every hour that turns to day or every minute that turns to hour and every hour that turns to uh, the end of the day, and then we see days, we see weeks, we see months, and we see years. So this is the Lord's doing, and according to the scripture, it is marvelous in our sight. So welcome once again. What time is it? It is time to redeem the time. This is a mandate that we have been given in the scripture, in the book of Ephesians, that We ought to redeem the time for every day, every time, every day, every hour is full of evil. And that is because the prince of this world, and who is the prince of this world? We are talking about the devil and his host. The devil is the prince and the host are the the whatever uh, 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 accolade you want to give to them. So, but thank God that Jesus died on the cross of Calvary. And the power of death has been broken and the power of the kingdom of darkness has been overruled. But nevertheless, we are here. And that's why we need to redeem the time for all days are evil. And this is one of the reasons Jesus said to us when he was on the face of the earth, men always ought to pray and not to faint. So we engage spiritually every day. Not once in a week, not once in a year, but every day we engage in a spiritual battle. 
And this is why the scripture also made it known to us that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty through God. And the beauty of it is we are not fighting this by our power. Thank God for the name that is higher than any other name. Thank God for the name of Jesus. Thank God that Christ himself has made himself available and he has given us a name that is prevailing over every other name. And for all of this, we ought to be grateful. We ought to give thanks. We ought to rejoice. We ought to celebrate. Please, let's look at this in detail. Supposing there is no other name that prevail over every affairs on the face of the earth, what do you think in terms of your ability, in terms of my ability, in terms of your power, your wisdom, my power, my wisdom, do you think we can subdue the kingdom of darkness with all our ability and capability and power? No, we can't because we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness in high places. So what time is it, people of God? It is time to redeem the time. I believe you can all hear me loud and clear on YouTube. I believe you can hear me on Facebook. I believe you can hear me. Please let me know in the next 10 seconds. Just type loud and clear, loud and clear, and we can quickly proceed. I believe you can hear me loud and clear on Facebook and on YouTube. Let us know that, yes, the sound is good on your end, wherever you are watching from. So, loud and clear in the next 10 seconds, and we are good to go. We are good to go. We've been looking at the life of, of Jacob. Thank you, Ma. We, we, we've been looking into the scripture. Our one decision in the life of Jacob put Jacob into slavery of about 20 solid years. And the wife's that comes in along the journey, Rachel and Leah also declare that our father sold us. So one decision did not just affect Jacob. It has affected the wives and the children. And the promises and the blessings of God that was pronounced upon uh, Studio 79, good to see you. Praying child, good to see you. So upon, uh, uh, what's, it, what's his name? Jacob. We see that the blessing was working for somebody else, but the blessing wasn't working for him as a result of one decision. But praise the Lord, people of God, that in all of this, we see divine intervention. And we see Jacob also standing up to be able to confront Laban that, look, I've served you for so many years. You've changed my wages 10 times. But all the time that my wages has been changed is not to favor my life. And yet I did not complain. But if not for the God of my father that stepped into the situation for me, I will have, you will have sent me away empty. In other words, all the time that I have spent with you, I will still go empty. And the, 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 the prayer in there is, God did not want us to be under Laban. God did not want us, Auntie Christiana, Merry Thursday to you, Ma. You are the best 
anti-Christiana of our generation. Good to see you, ma. How are you and the entire household? God wants us as children to advance day by day according to his purpose, according to his plan. Because every child of God on the face of the earth carry the purpose of God and is also a man or a woman that has a mission to accomplish on the face of the earth for God. This is the legit. And you, as a child of God, you are in that shoe. Me, as a child of God, I am in that same shoe. When you look at the 12 disciples or apostles, you will see that God picked each and every one of them. And according to the scripture, you see that, yes, they were fulfilling a purpose. When you look at Abraham, when you look at uh, Brother Moses or Prophet Dr. Moses, when you name them, when you look at Elijah, Elisha, you will see, even look at the sons of Joseph, uh, jo yeah, Joseph, look at the sons of uh, Jacob, you see that every one of them carried a purpose to be fulfilled. I'm hearing echo. So, you will see that there is a purpose of God over each and every one of them. So, when you go into the New Testament, Paul, name all of these people, Apostle John. See that there is God's purpose over each and every one of them. And if you don't believe me, go to the book of Acts. There are some believers that came in, there are some men that came into Christ and then they became believers. One of the disciples, or is he apostle now? Whatever, they are all disciples to me. After meeting with them, he encouraged them. I think it's in, book, it's in the book of Acts 11. It says, with the purpose of that, the purpose which God has brought you into this limelight, cleave unto the Lord. In other words, keep running with the purpose of God in your heart. That never deviate. Never stand out or step out of the purpose, but keep running. Let your words be in him I live, in him I move, and in him I have my being. So purpose, purpose, purpose. And this is the language that I want us to understand. And I want us to hold on to it regardless of your age. Right now, you are a child of God that has come to fulfill God's purpose on the face of the earth. I am a child of God that has come to fulfill God's purpose, God's agenda on the face of the earth. And that is why we have the script, which we call the scripture for each and every one of us. But many times or many a times we step out of the script, but thank God for divine intervention. And this is why we have been looking at the life of Jacob, redeeming the time. We see how God was helping Jacob. In Jacob's disobedience, we still see God coming through for Jacob. 
And I'm trusting the Lord that very soon we're going to get to a place where the Bible says, and Jacob was alone with God. And when we get there, we are starting what I call uh, alone with God. It's going to also be either in the morning or in the evening. It's a prayer meeting digitally, alone with God. When you look at the word alone with God, you will see that Jesus practiced this many times. You will see that the Bible says, and Jesus, he, he sent the crowd away and he, he stepped into the mountain alone praying. You will see at times, the Bible says, he, he, he said to his disciple, you go to the other side while I join you. And he will step aside to be alone with God. And this is one of the things that is also recommended in the word of God. Always have that alone time with God. Alone with God. Having that separated time just to be alone with God. If you know you are ready, keep putting on your ready shoe. Put on your ready clothes because we're going to be praying alone with God. And please, it's not about Lord. All my mates have 10 cars and I'm still having one and a half. Father, I'm separating myself so that I can have uh, the remaining eight and a half. So I can now be equal to my mate. That's not the kind of prayer we're going to be praying. We are praying the purpose of God into reality. We are praying the mind of God into existence. We like let, let me give you an example. In the in the in the book of Kings, God said to Elijah, "Go and speak to Ahab that there shall be abundance of rain." And Elijah gave the message to the king, that there is going to be abundance of rain. For a while there has not been rain due to the disobedience of the children of Israel. If you study the book of Deuteronomy, you will see that what uh, Elijah pronounced is just pronouncing the word of God in the time of disobedience. That when you disobey, I will cease rain to fall. God has already said it. And then your land will no longer be fruitful. God has already said it in the book of Deuteronomy. But what Elijah proclaimed is what I call proclaiming the mind of God. Now, when God now saw that, yes, these people, they have changed. They've come back into my, my ways. God said to Elijah, go and speak to the king. The abundance of rain is coming. And we see Elijah now stepping alone again with God on the mountain. And he began to pray that, Father, your word has gone forth. Let there be fulfillment. Like you see also in the life of Mary, the mother of Jesus, said there shall be performance of your word. And Elijah kept praying and he will ask his uh, servant, go outside, tell me what you can see. And that one said, I can't see anything. And until the seventh time, so perseverance, spending alone time with God to persevere. We're going to get there. And this is why we are going step by step. And also remember, we are having another uh, session of prayer, praying in the spirit. Praying the mind of God into reality. The Bible says we don't know how to pray. But, my, my wife's favorite word in the scripture, but 
The spirit helpeth our infirmity. In other words, our flesh is always weak. Our flesh is emotional. When it comes to prayer, flesh, we always want to bring that which is about the flesh first. It's not about the spirit. But thank God for the spirit of the Most High. Thank God for the power of the Holy Spirit that has come to dwell in the inside of us. And that's why the Bible says, The Spirit helpeth our infirmity, for we don't know how to pray or what to pray for. So all of this in the pipeline. So let's quickly go. We have about 10 more seconds to go. My bishop, oh my God, I feel something. My bishop, Bishop Fumi, sorry, Archbishop Fumi, Merry Thursday to you, our, you, and the entire household. You see, when I call Bishop, I just feel the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, my God. I'm feeling it again as I'm calling you. Praise the Lord, people of God. I'm only joking. <laughs> so, let's go into the scripture. We see God stepping into the life of Jacob and also confronting Labanda. Concerning Jacob, no go area. Don't touch. Yet Jacob may disobey God or may have disobeyed the parent or may have made a decision that is not rational, a rational decision. But that does not give you the power to punish Jacob. That's what God said to, uh, what's his name, Laban. He said, speak no evil. Talk no nonsense. Don't touch. It's, this is me warning you. Otherwise, you will become au revoir hasta la vista como un And we see Laban confirming this, that if not the God of your father, if not the God, and I said to you, this is a word we all need to hold on to, that the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob surely step in. But you, as a child of God, must also have relationship. You must be a man or a woman. I must be a man or a woman that also walk with this God. It's not like Peter that when Jesus was arrested and the Bible says he began to walk from afar, from a distance, that's not what is required of us. There is this knowledge that is required of us that I may know. This is the prayer of Paul, the apostle, that I may know thee and the power. Before knowing the power, he first of all wants to know the one that possesses the power. Before experiencing the power, the agenda and the heart of uh, Paul was to have that intimate relationship relationship with the one that is all-powerful, all-knowing Father. He says, that I may know thee. After that, he now said, and the power that I may know thee first. Have that intimacy, relationship, and the power of your resurrection. So it's not the power that comes first. Hello? What did I say? It's not the power that comes first. It is the knowing, the intimacy with the one that possesses all power in heaven and on earth. So we see God speaking to Laban in a dream. And Laban confirmed to Jacob that what I will have done to you, 
You see, blessed be God of Israel for divine intervention. Many times you don't know how God has gone ahead to the kingdom of darkness and won the kingdom of darkness on your behalf, on my behalf. I don't know. And this is the beauty of our Father, the greatness of our Father, the, the one that reigns supreme. The earth is of the Lord and the fullness thereof. How God can control the wind and the storm. How God can address the animal to go and speak to man. That tells you that is the one with all the power. But don't go in terms of getting to see the power in operation. Go with the mind. Let me also run with the intention of having that intimacy, relationship with him. That I may know thee and the power. So we see God stepping in for Jacob. Now, I want us to see one language of Jacob today. Sister Kate, the United Nations mother-in-law, my God. Hmm. Holy Spirit, moving on. Our human. I want you to see the language of Jacob. But Jacob speaks this language, but yet Jacob is also living in fear. And the two contradict. And this is why my language and your language should be God has spoken once, twice have I heard that all power belongs to God. Let's go to the book of Genesis 32. Genesis 32. Genesis 32. This is Jacob now preparing to meet Esau in Genesis 32. And we all know the history between Jacob and Esau. Hello, do we remember? After the exchange of uh, food, Jacob now also got the blessings by deceiving the father and the rest and the rest with the help of the mom. We know that story. And Esau vowed that, yes, this is the second time. Esau made a vow that this is the second time. I'm going to kill this guy. And you will also see divine intervention again. But the beauty of what I'm about to show you is we see the mistakes of Jacob. You and I should not walk in that direction. From the beginning of the life of Jacob, after running away, the first thing we saw was God gave Jacob a dream. And he saw the ladder going up and down. And he said, this is Bethel. And he made a negotiation. This is still Jacob trying to bribe God. He says, if you will keep me, if you will do this, if you will do that, I will come back and I will offer 10% to you as if God is hungry. But let's leave that for another day. The beauty of it is God is a God, the keeper of his word. As God spoken. Make it and run it, and I mean run with it that he will keep his word. Let it be in your heart that regardless of the circumstances, a typical example, let us go over to the other side and we see a storm 
and the disciples were in jeopardy according to the scripture and they wake Jesus up. Don't you care we perish? Please, what type of language is there? Is that, do you think God want them to perish? The same God that said we are going over to the other side or the same Jesus that said we are going over to the other side. Do you think that same God want them to perish? And Jesus calmed the storm and the sea, and they began to say to one another, what manner of man? They didn't say what manner of God. So if we see that action in Christ Jesus that is revealing the Father to us, how much more the Father that sits in heaven and sent Jesus as a representative on the face of the earth, how much more that Father? Because everything we see Christ is on the face of the earth, is the replica of what the Father is in heaven. Let's look at the scripture. If God has spoken, hold on to it, but don't speak fear. Speak the word of life and not the word of fear. But fear will always come. Please, don't get me wrong. Fear, we always come. Everything on the face of the earth, we always bring fear. Okay, let's go back to that analogy. Let's go to the other side. Storm came. They were afraid. Instead of them to be afraid of the one that has spoken, that let's go to the other side, they were afraid of the scenario. They were afraid of the circumstances. But when he now came the storm, the Bible says they were then afraid again. Jacob was going to meet Esau. Uh, memories began to flood in. Memories began to flood in. Don't forget it's about redeeming the time. For how many days are evil? So Jacob knew that, okay, I have escaped one evil. I'm about to meet another evil. What do I do? Instead of me and you holding on to the word of God, let's see what Jacob said here first. Let's see what Jacob said. Let's go to, let's go to Genesis 32. Let's go to Genesis 32. Let's start from verse 6. Let me put it on the screen for you. Genesis 32 from verse 6. Genesis, sorry, that's not the one. Genesis 3 to, uh, 32 from verse 6 is there on the, on the screen. Then the messenger returned to Jacob saying, We came to your brother Esau, and he, he also is coming to meet you, and 400 men are with him. So Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed. Did you see that? Jacob was what? Greatly afraid and distressed. You see, that two combination will take time away from us will put us if we have gone 10 steps forward we will go 20 steps backward every time we live in fear and distress we are going backward and that's why blessed be god of israel the power to redeem the time has been given to us through christ jesus Jesus said, all power in heaven and on earth has been given unto me. People of God, can you see what I'm seeing? All power in heaven and on earth has been given unto me. This is the word of Christ Jesus. Now, that same Christ Jesus is saying, be not afraid. 
So one of the uh, things, our power we need to defeat in the journey of faith is to defeat the power of fear. When you go to the book of Psalm, you know what? Let's quickly go there in the next 10 seconds. Let's go to the book of Psalm. We have 10 more seconds to go. Let's go to the book of Psalm. Psalm, where are you? Have I gone far? Oh, here it is. Let's go to Psalm. Psalm 118. Psalm 118. Psalm 118. Where are, why is all these things so small, Jesus? I can't see. Okay, now I've seen it. Psalm 118. Let's start from the beginning. Let's start from the beginning. Psalm 118. Let's start from the beginning. He says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for his good, for his mercies endure it forever. Let Israel now say, His mercies endure it forever. Let the house of Aaron now say, His mercies endure it forever. Let those who fear the Lord. Now, look at the fear that he's referring to there. People of God, are you with me? Look at the fear that the word of God is showing us here. Let those who reference the Lord, let those who acknowledge the Lord, let those who recognize the greatness of the Lord, let those who have fellowship with the Lord now say, not to be afraid and be shaken and run elter skelter or be running elter skelter. Let those who fear the Lord now say, what is expected of you to say, Sister Fumi? What is expected of you, uh, anti-Christiana, to say? What is expected of you, uh, uh, United Nations Mother-in-Law, Sister Kate, Sister Auntie Cecilia, Sister Judith? What is expected of you to say? It is expected of you because you have the reference for the Lord of Lord. Let those who fear the Lord now say, His mercies endure it forever. What is the next verse, people of God? Let's read it together. Three, go. I call on the Lord in distress. The Lord answer me and set me in a broad place. But before we get to calling on the Lord in distress, the fear that we possess is the reference of referencing the one that create me or create you. The one that possess the heavens and the universe. The one that sits upon the throne in heaven and the heart is his footstool. The one that is greater than the greatest. The one that is higher than the highest. The one that, the Bible says he, he, he moves his leg and the thunder strikes. This is the the one that we're supposed to have reference for. Do not have reference for anything less than Elohim. But most times, the wind can come, we will have reference for it and we are afraid. The storm can come, we will have reference for the storm and we are afraid. They, they, they name it. Like tomorrow now we've been told, uh, uh, one storm, I think it's Eunice or something, is coming. That we should, if there is no need for you to go out, just stay indoor. Now, these are the type of storm that when you face, if you are on the on the sea, it's going to be horrible because there is nothing to hold them back. You know, the sea, there are no houses or tree or whatever to hold any storm back. But thank God that we in the in the city, in the in the village, we still have the houses, the trees that is still holding this thing back a little bit. But on the sea, 
is just straightforward. Nothing is holding them back. And this tend to bring fear. This tend to make us run in fear and sit in fear and live in fear. But the word of God says, let those who fear the Lord, let those, thank you, my bishop, Storm Eunice. You see, all these storm and hurricane, they always carry women's name. They are the terrible ones. Uh, what's the name of the man? Uh, okay, if you remember, I said the ones that are so terrible in history are women's name. Yes. So repent, and that's be, that's you, not my bishop. Mm. So let those who fear the Lord now say. So if you have reference for Elohim, your language should be his mercy. So because of your reference, you are enjoying what? The mercies of God that endure forever. Even in your mistake, mercy will still speak in the name of Jesus. In my mistake, mercy will still speak in the name of Jesus. Because the word of God says his mercies endure forever. His mercy endures, endures continuously. It's a continuation. It's not one day thing. It's not two day thing. It's not three day thing. It is something that continues forever and ever. He says his mercy endures forever. Now, before we get to let those who fear the Lord, let's start again. Let's start again, people of God. Let's look at it from the beginning. You will see that God is always making provision. This is the beauty of the Lord. And I pray that you and I will not fall off from God's provision in the name of Jesus. We will not fall off from God's provision in the name of Jesus. Fear will not move us from the place of provision in the name of Jesus. Fear will not move you from the place of God's provision in the name of Jesus. Fear will not move me from the place of God's provision in the name that is higher than any other name. If I'm in your shoes, I'll begin to say amen. Because this is what fear has come to do. The Bible says the devil, what is his mission? John 10.10, 10, we all quote this. He, he has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So when you look at those three things, because he will come with war. And when where war is coming, the next thing is we are fleeing. Storm is coming. The next thing is we are fleeing. I'm talking spiritually. And then when that comes in the spiritual, we flee in the physical. But meanwhile, God's purpose. Let's look at it from the beginning. What did he ask us to do, people of God? Let's read it together. Three, go. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. So when storm comes, what am I supposed to do? Antiquate. When that trouble comes, what am I supposed to do? When that sickness comes, what am I supposed to do? Everything that has meant to rob me of my timing, that has been given to me on the face of the earth, even my decision that is not favorable, what am I supposed to do? Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. And then the next thing is his mercy endures forever. Now, for Israel, this is their provision. Let Israel now say, His mercy endures forever. Now, let the house of Aaron, whatever your name is, you can put it there. Let the house of, name it, name your name. Let the house of Odushote now say, His mercies endure it forever. Now, we move from the house, we move from the nation that 
we can identify with, which is Israel, he now says, provision for individual, anywhere that you are on the face of the earth. Let those who fear the Lord, let those who reference the Lord, let those who have that honor for God, that acknowledgement for God now say, his mercies endures forever. Now, those are the set of people that he's calling upon. Verse 5, I call on the Lord in distress because I'm not afraid of the distress, but I'm afraid of the one that can shut down the distress. I'm afraid of the one that can take my timing away from the hands of that distress. I'm afraid I have reference for the one that created the heavens and the earth. I have reference from the one that his name is higher than any other name. I have reference for the one that defeated the power of death and that of grave and he went to Calvary for my sake. I'm afraid I'm, I have reference for Elohim. I have reference for the king of king, the one that can enthrone king, the one that can dethrone king. I have reference for Jehovah Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts, the one that is great in battle. I have reference for the God that is bigger than any other God. That's where my reference, that's where my uh, allegiance is, that's where I, 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 I stand to bow all the time. Not for anything else. I have reference. He says, I call on the Lord in distress. The Lord answer me and set me where? In a broad place. You see, the beauty of, the, of this scripture is that he did not just answer me and take me away from that distress. He also set me in a broad place. Now look at verse 6, everybody. Let's read it together. Three, go. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Jacob was going to face another man. He has forgotten that God is on his side. And he began to embrace. He began to... Uh, 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 his thought is about what... Uh, what's his name? He saw he's going to do. He began to entertain. He began to have this dialogue back and forth in his head. Forgetting the spoken word of the Most High that, look, you are going back to your father's house and I will be with you. Look at verse 6 again. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. So ask yourself, every time I'm living in fear, every time you are living in fear, which side are you? Because if the Lord is on my side... Am I still on the Lord's side? Hello? If the Lord is on my side, am I still standing on the Lord's side? Am I still sitting on the Lord's side? Am I still running on the Lord's side? Am I still sleeping on the Lord's side? Am I doing everything? Is my language is, in him I live, in him I move, in him I have my being. Let's go back, people of God. We have 10 more seconds to go. Let's go back to the book of Genesis. Genesis simply means the beginning. Genesis 32. So we see Jacob is, go is preparing to meet the brother from verse 6. The messenger returned to Jacob. 
So he has sent messenger ahead. The messenger returned to Jacob. And look at the language of Jacob. We came to your brother Esau, and he's also coming to meet you, and 400 men are with him. So Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed, and he divided the people that were with him, and the flocks and the herd, and camel into two companies. And he said, if Esau come to the one company and attack it, then the other company which is left will escape. Now, you see how he's entertaining all of this in his head? Look at verse 9. Then Jacob said, Which one is should come first? Is it this entertainment of killing and the rest and the escape? Or be like Nehemiah that every decision you are about to make, before making that decision is already praying. Then Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac, the Lord who said to me, did you hear that? The Lord who said to me now, holding God by his word, but at the same time also holding fear by the horn. Is he horn? Yeah, horn. God of my father Abraham, God of my father Isaac, the Lord who said to me, Return to your country and to your family. I will deal well with you. Now, what is it that we can see here? Fear has overruled and overturned that which God said. This is the purpose of fear. To annul God's purpose in our life. To overrule God's word in our life. To overturn God's word in our life. Every time we embrace fear. Every time we accommodate fear. Every time we run and live in fear. He says, return, God said to Jacob specifically, return to your country and to your family. I will deal well with you. When God said, return to your family, return to your country. Please, did God, is he not aware of the presence of Esau? Did God not know what Esau has become? But see what Jacob did. Sorry? He, he was embracing fear. And that robbed Jacob of the advancement of the journey. He began to divide. That if, look, the man that can kill the first batch, is he not able to kill the second batch? The guy has become a warrior. So is he not going to be able to kill the second batch? You know you can't face the man. He's already coming with 400 men. So you know definitely in your head, in your heart, in your whole being that this guy I cannot face. The memory of yesterday, the memory of 20 years came flooding that this is it. Au revoir, hasta la vista, petu. And you are now dividing. How is that going to work? Instead of him to begin to rely on the word, the God of Abraham, my father, God of Isaac, my father, the same God that gave Abraham a word that leave your father's house and I will be with you. The same God that gave Abraham the grace and the power to defeat the uh, kings and, and, and 
collect Lot and the entire thing that belongs to Sodom and Gomorrah back. That same God that has given victory to your father. That same God that has given victory to your uh, father Isaac. That even in the time of famine, he saw in the land and the people of uh, Philistines said, this man is great. Let's make an alliance with him. Let us deal with this man gently. And the decree went out from the Philistine that any man that touches this man or anything that belongs to him, au revoir hasta la vista. So that same God that has done it in the past for your forefathers and you yourself, you have testified or you have had a testimony of Laban that if not for the God of your father, and now you are now afraid. You see, this is how we are. We This is us. Please don't point an accusing finger. I have said this to Ross, that every time we look at the scripture, don't look at Jacob, look at yourself. Let me also look inward of me. The word of God says, return to your country and to your family. I will deal well with you. Now, see what he began to say. I'm not worthy of the least of all the mercies of all the truth which you have shown your servant. For I cross over this Jordan with my staff. And now I have become two companies. Deliver me, I pray, from the hands of my brother, from the hands of Esau. For I fear him, lest he come and attack me and, my, and the mother with the children. For you said, I will surely treat you well. Now, he's not going back to the word of God saying, you have spoken that you will treat me well. So which one should come first? People of God, let's answer. Is he the fear or praying and holding on to the word of God? So he first of all lives in fear and distress and now he's praying, but nevertheless, I will call upon the Lord in distress. And the Lord answered me and set me in a large place. So whichever one, remember his mercies endure it forever. It is by this sure mercy that we are not consumed. It is by this sure mercy that we call on the name that is higher than any other name. And the power to redeem the time was released. And we see things being turned around for us day by day. People of God, if there is anything we ought to defeat in our walk with God, is to defeat the power of fear and subdue distress every day, 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 every day. And this is one of the reasons the word of God says, redeeming the time, buy it back. And thank God that you don't need to do anything spectacular. You don't need to bring any human sacrifice or any animal sacrifice. All you've been called to do is to go on your knee and begin to sort it out. Sort it out on your knee. That, Father, this is what your word says. And I believe your word. I'm running with your word. Look, one man, I, lo I love that man in the scripture. Jesus said, if you believe, you see the glory of the Father. And the man said, help my unbelief. I think I'm mixing it now. If you believe, it's for Mary and Martha. But that man too, something believe was involved. And the man said, Lord, help my unbelief. What did we see Jesus? He, he still helped the unbelief of this man. And this is why I want us to live 
in the world. I want us, and hear me, I'm not saying I want you. I want us. Live in the world, by the world. To experience the sure mercy is only going to be by his word. It's only going to be by his word and nothing else. Holding on, regardless of the circumstances, holding on to the word of God. So when Jacob now began to pray, he says, For you said I will surely treat you well and make you this and make your descendant as the sea, blah, blah, blah. So he lodged there that same night and took what came to his hand as a present for Esau. 200 female goats, 20 male goats, and the rest. But thank God for all the grace to pick all the goats to pacify. But the first thing first is that the power of fear must be broken completely. The power of what? Fear must be broken completely. Fear was going to Cause the uh, disciple also to speak to Jesus anyhow. Don't you care we perish? Who am I to speak to my maker like that? And after that, we see them referencing Jesus saying, What manner of man is this that even the wind and the storm obey? Tonight, I want you to go before your maker. And begin to look inward of you, Lord, every form of fear. I cast you out of my life in the name of Jesus. Every fear that is making me not to hold on to the word of God. Every fear that is making me not to run in accordance with the word of God. Every fear that is making me not to do things in accordance with the word of God. I bind that spirit. Look, fear is not of God. Fear is not an agent of the kingdom of light. Fear is an agent that is an inherent to torment, to deceive, to rob, and to deny. And so as a child of God, we have to conquer fear. Fear, fear, fear. Fear, 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 fear. Fear will rob us of time. Fear will rob us of things that God has said and it has settled. That's what fear is going to do. And when you look at that same Jacob, the same man that could not face Laban, but because of the word of God, that look, God said, go back. And the testimony of Laban, the testimony of Laban that says, if not for the God of your father, we see Jacob now facing Laban and say, what is my sin? Why are you pursuing me hotly? But before he, 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 the guy was living in fear that Laban can do worse. But we see him breaking the yoke of that fear and he was able to advance according to the word of God. Though we still see Laban pursuing, but if he did not break loose from the yoke and the power of fear, he will still be sitting under Laban. I'm trusting the Lord that everyone under the sound of my voice will break loose from the yoke of fear and advancement will come in the name of Jesus because fear will not, never cause us to advance as a child of God. People of God, we want to call it today. 
We will continue next week. And I hope we'll be able to get to where the Bible says he was alone with God. And when we get there, we're also going to be creating time, either early in the morning or in the night. We will all decide together to be alone with God, praying the heart of the Father, praying the word of God. Look, uh, uh, many, many, uh, how many years now? I can't remember. It's, it's a long time. I, I met some young uh, boys and girls in their teens and then to 20s. And I discovered that every one of them have this timidity. They, they don't have boldness. And I was wondering, how can these young chaps not be bold? And they said they were Christians. And we began to look into the word of God and we began to pray that word. For example, let me give you an example. In the book of Job, he says, I am not inferior. What you know, I know. And I will say to them, pray this word. I am not inferior in the name of Jesus. I subdue every power that makes me look inferior. Every power that speaks to my ears and my mind that I am inferior. I cast it out in the name of Jesus. I bind that power. And before we know, in a matter of days and months, I see them walking in boldness. And even their mate began to say, how come you are this bold? And that's what the word of God can do when we pray it. People of God, I want to leave you in the hands of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Enjoy the rest of your evening wherever you are joining us from. And for everyone that has joined on Facebook and YouTube, thank you. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. What time is it? It is time to redeem the time. There are some issues that each and every one of us also need to face. There are fear we need to face. But if we are facing it, thank God for the name of Jesus. We are not facing it with our ability and capability. We are facing it in the name that is higher than any other name. Remember the word of God says, The name of God is a strong tower. The righteous ran into it and what happened? And they are saved. The Lord bless you, the Lord keep you, and cause his face to shine upon you. Have a wonderful evening, morning, or afternoon, wherever you are.